A whole lot of eyes will be on Cleveland this week and for the next couple of months as the test cases for many hundreds of opioid lawsuits take place. Cuyahoga and Summit counties are the guinea pigs. That's just one of the big stories on our list this Monday morning. We also have a deadline looming for opponents of the state bailout of the nuclear industry and a Jaga County judge keeping things secret that should not be kept secret. This is The Wake Up from Cleveland.com. It is Monday, October 21st, and I'm Chris Quinn. Opening statements and testimony begin today in the long-awaited test cases for all of the governments that have sued Big Pharma on claims that the drug companies are to blame for all the death and tragedy associated with the opioid crisis. Day-long negotiations Friday to settle thousands of the cases failed with attorneys for cities and counties showing their dissatisfaction with how a few attorneys general were trying to railroad them. With the settlement talks failing and a jury seated, the trial is set to begin. The estimate is that it will last seven weeks. The people fighting to let you have a say on the $900 million state bailout of First Energy Solutions nuclear plants have a deadline today. They need to deliver 265,000 signatures to get the issue placed on the November ballot for next year. This fight is unprecedented in Ohio, with an anonymous pro-bailout group spending millions of dollars to spread some of the most misleading advertising the state has seen since Josh Mandel ran for U.S. Senate seven years ago. The people circulating petitions have been constantly harassed, resulting in at least one arrest, Ohioans against corporate bailouts have gone to court to challenge the state's petition law, saying they've been denied enough time to get the signatures, but their deadline is today. Why is a Jaga County judge putting the interests of a convicted felon ahead of the people he is supposed to serve? Who knows? He's not talking. This story concerns roughly 80 people who wrote letters to the Jaga County Court to urge leniency in the sentencing of former Highland Heights Mayor Scott Coleman. He's the guy who stole more than $160,000 from the campaign account of Congressman Dave Joyce. But Judge David Andre refuses to release the letters so that the people who elected him and Coleman can see just who was seeking a sweetheart deal for the thief. Andre clearly heard the letter writers. He sentenced Coleman to just 30 days in jail. The judge refuses even to talk to us at Cleveland.com about the reasons for his secrecy. Public records experts say such letters almost always are released. 78 people who said they were abused by former Ohio State University doctor Richard Strauss wrote an op-ed published on Cleveland.com and in The Plain Dealer calling on state lawmakers to change Ohio's statute of limitations law. They contrasted what they see as the leadership of Ohio Governor Mike DeWine with that of OSU, which has been the subject of much criticism for its handling of the Strauss case. Strauss, who killed himself in 2005, worked at OSU from 1979 to 1988 and abused at least 177 young men and boys. If the statute of limitations bill were passed, victims would be able to sue the university for compensation for the trauma they suffered. Cleveland is sure to top 100 homicides this year for the ninth year in a row, and September was the deadliest single month with 20 deaths in three years. 
but the number of Cleveland police officers dedicated to investigating all of these deaths is just over half what it should be. The city has 13 detectives actively working cases when it is supposed to have 23. Cleveland.com's Adam Faris wrote the story about this, but police chief Calvin Williams would not talk to him to explain the detective shortage. Mayor Frank Jackson, Williams, and city council members stood on the steps of City Hall a few weeks back to scold Cleveland residents for keeping silent about violence. Maybe next time, the council should go back inside City Hall and do its job of oversight by demanding answers from the mayor and police chief about why they've let the homicide unit wither away. With the opioid crisis, a judge's refusal to be transparent, sex abuse of college students, and a crippled Cleveland homicide squad, Trying to end the wake up on a lighter item just doesn't seem right today, so we'll end it here. That's a lot of news for a Monday morning. Tomorrow, we'll have an idea of what both sides will try to prove in the opioid trial. We'll be publishing multiple stories throughout each day of the trial, so be sure to check our website. And for a summary, come back here tomorrow for the latest on the wake up. Thank you for listening.